You're listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. My name is Danielle Davis, and I'm part of Your Future is Our Business, which is a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps local students explore careers by connecting them to professionals through programs such as college and career expos, career panels, and other work-based learning activities. You're listening to the show, What to Be, where we interview and highlight the career journeys of inspirational people in Santa Cruz County. If you've ever thought, hmm, how do they get that job? Or what is that job really like? Then keep on listening. I would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. Please note that the information provided during the program does not reflect the career in its entirety. Today, we are joined by Damian Goldman. Thank you for being here today, Damian. Thank you. And Damian, you are a product designer. That's right. Right? That's what I do. All right. So can you start off just by telling me what exactly is a product designer? Uh, well, in a nutshell, we, um, as a, I'm a working in a consulting company, um, and so we help people, companies um, develop their idea from basically concept to production. So on physical products, we're not doing software. Uh, so I'm a product designer working on physical, tangible products. And so people have an idea um, and they come to us and you know there is the shape of the product, which is one thing, but then like how it works and all the things, sensors, batteries, and what's not that is inside, that's what we work on to make it something real that can be, you know, shipped at some point so wow so a product we make things happen. almost anything right yeah it can be you know um in our case we work like in well here in silicon valley a lot of you know smart consumer goods uh but a lot of like home appliances uh but it can also be you know uh, wearables like uh, also like stuff in the ag tech industry mobility so name it like scooters uh, anything related to like you know i don't know bicycles or like new means of transportation that's um yeah that's very 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 broad wow so what are some examples of things that you have worked on of recent uh, things I can talk about. <laughs> so many things. The one example, well, when was it? Last year, for example, like uh, we worked on a device which is a VR, virtual reality device that allows people to watch movies, uh, but dedicated to planes. So uh, it's basically, um, yeah, a device you put on and so you can watch movies in a plane. Uh, but that's one then worked on like a home appliance that was a, actually started with a Kickstarter um, that allowed um, to like replace the knob on your stove. And if you forget your the, the gas on, then the product will like sense nobody's in the kitchen and turn off the, wow. the gas. That So, and then, yeah, that's for example. So you see few. a lot of different types of ideas. A lot of, yeah, a lot of different stuff, which makes the job very appealing and fun because it's not like, you know, we, it's, um, yeah, we learn a lot and we always need to yeah, come up with like innovative solution for like when, you know, people come to us and um, sometimes it's uh, not, you know, so easy. That's why they come to us. And yeah. and so we need to like uh, find, you know, 
hopefully like you know smart and like uh, efficient solutions to make their product uh, something that actually works and works for a long time and uh, reach the targets in terms of price and like you know when it's going to be shipped etc cetera, etc cetera. wow so one question that immediately comes to my mind is how can someone like you one person have enough knowledge to where someone could come to you with any type of idea and you could have some sort of insight as to how to design that. Like you would know how to design a scooter versus a VR headset. Those mm -hmm. two things are so different. So how have you come to the place where you're at today where you have enough knowledge to um, provide some insight to your clients as to how to do that? <clears throat> Interesting question. Um, uh, thank you for that. Uh, basically, I think there is two things to consider. Is <clears throat> like, f I think probably for anything, uh, is like there's a set of tools you learn. Many you can learn at school. You know how uh, to design like a piece of plastic so it's like robust enough and it's not gonna break. Okay. Uh, how you can like transmit a signal from point A to point B with whatever Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, or you name it. So there is all these things you learn in school. So that's uh, a set of skills, like, you know, uh, computed, mm -hmm. like uh, designing with computers, like, etc., uh, uh, etc. Et and then something that is um, a little bit more uh, related to somewhat, you know, methodology, but also soft skills. And that I think, at least for me, I learned less probably at school. Maybe it's it changed, especially here in the U.S. I, I did my studies in France. But uh, it's... Um, the user-centric approach is like key because you know you you, you mentioned like uh, especially for products that are used by people uh, every single time at the end of the day a scooter or watch or whatever it's a human interacting with the product and so understanding this and having systematically that approach where every single decision you make you need to remember well that decision, does that serve the purpose of actually providing some kind of value to the products and so the user? And that is um, something so, something like that is really key and, and, and that's basically related to the whole you know, development process uh, where it's not just, um, I look at your computer like doing that computer like, you know, uh, strong enough so if you make it fall it's gonna crack but also like taking into consideration like okay this computer is gonna be used by kids it's gonna be used by women that age by like uh, men that age and uh, in may probably different cultures and there is all this like added layer that is key also uh, to always take into consideration when I think you want to get to like a good <laughs> good design uh um and uh it's it's more than just uh technicals i think te it's somewhat technical skills but it's more uh it's not like it's hard to in a way to say it is hard to like put equation behind it you know mm -hmm. what i mean so it's not like uh, hopefully I, I, I it's probably not something that ai would be able to mm -hmm. do and uh, hopefully the uh, something will be replaced by uh and it's um it's that 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 knowledge that indeed like you gain and you can then apply mm -hmm. to any type of products. It's more like a methodology of okay. When somebody, I, I give you an example, which is um, as if if we got the client coming is like here, here is like you know the this 
this document with all the features we want and please do it. Well, that's something you, you can execute that and like just do the product. What we do and typically like, yeah, in, in, in my company is like, okay, understanding not just the idea and the, basically the already defined product that a person come, come with, mm -hmm. but also what's the vision? Okay, what's exactly the story? Uh, and of, like, I, I take you, Daniel, like, okay, you're gonna use your product, like how you're gonna use it, what's the, the, the circumstances and like, you know, environment you're gonna use it for. And that's key to also, to like take into consideration to actually like make sure the features and like the, 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 the all the technical details you initially been asked for are actually useful or maybe some have been uh, forgotten. So um, that methodology is actually can be applied to any type of product, which is very interesting. Probably heard about design thinking. I think you were at the I event at, last yeah, week. Yeah, I was at the event, yes. <laughs> and <clears throat> I mean, it's, um, you know, it's a good example of uh, how, and to mention it, and you know, it's now very well known, but like um, that's where like the empathy uh, is key in the process of designing product. And it's basically how do you systematically think about the person or yeah, most of the time the person who's going to use the product. And that, which is interesting is like, um, I, I was actually listening to a podcast from David Kelly, the founder of Ideo. Who, um, the founder of what? Ideo. It's a- Ideal. I Ideal. 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 Yeah. Okay. And, um, um, and they, they showed how initially they were actually product designers like us, but they understood that with their methodology, they could actually solve any kind of problem. What is their product? So they're a consulting company. Okay, like, so like they're similar to you. Yeah, okay. uh, some a little bit bigger. Okay. <laughs> they okay. are like the uh, yeah one of the most famous like consulting company in the world. And but what they did and the way they shifted their approach, uh, uh, somewhat at least in terms of like the kind of scope we were working on, is like okay, we you know a very famous example is like they designed a mouse, you know, mm -hmm. for Apple for Steve Jobs. Uh, but they understood like well, actually the way we design products uh, and the methodology we use could be applied to anything else. And that's where like they started actually to design services, to design even like, you know, organization and and like, because that that methodology, uh, like I, I believe if you really keep always very focused on, um, on yeah, the final user, all the different, you know, environment and all different situation where the product uh, can be used and by whom, then, you are you have much more chances to get to uh, a, a product who's going to work well because it's going to be accepted well and it's going to be just more user friendly and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. So I think to answer a very very long answer, but like yeah. it, it's really like that. It, that's that methodology um, can be applied to anything, and that's um, I for example like run I created like a. a um, hackathon uh, that use like design thinking to basically the purpose is um, to get more people on their bikes and you know that's kind of like the theme but uh, to achieve that there is many different ways so that could be like you know an app that could be like a, a marketing event to let people understand well it's not so dangerous or it could be like um like um, an actual product uh, that make you know bicycle easier to uh, use but in any in all of those uh, solutions, basically the approach is still the same. It's like you know, what a user, or you know, what what's the situation, and uh, and then you like just unfold the methodology, and and most of the time, I think uh, if you if you consider all those uh, 
um, or, or the if you like follow the steps pretty um, um, not missing any um, any of those the steps of the methodology uh, even that you need to be pretty agile in the way you follow it uh, you you're at least sure to not miss you know a big uh, a big thing that like oh we're shipping products and like we forgot about like uh, you know like I don't know the, the the plug socket in Europe is different than here oh we forgot about it and, you know, it's, it's some of those like uh, uh, mistakes can be um, avoided. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. My name is Danielle Davis, and I am joined by Damian Goldman, who we are learning about their journey to becoming a product designer. So just to learn a little bit more about how you got into this, could you um, describe your background and um, what initially grabbed your interest about product design, how you got involved, maybe what you studied in school. Um, just tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. I think I'm a, yeah, pretty pretty much a big cliche. <laughs> <laughs> like disassembling, um, you know, like alarm clock of my dad when I was two and like lo always looking. Really? When you were two years old, you did that? Yeah, yeah. It was so your parents told angry. you this story? Uh, yeah. <laughs> my dad was pretty angry, but I think he was, he was angry and like, like I think like uh, happy at the same time. So he understood like, okay, I'm, I'm curious. And I think it all come down like to curiosity. I always mm -hmm. got this curiosity of understanding, okay, there was this, this thing, this box, but what's inside? What makes it work? And uh, so I've been destroying stuff for a long time until you know getting to the point where like I was actually uh, fixing stuff and I, I had this kind of a uh, interest of like you know uh, making the the life of uh, or especially like, like like toys or stuff I liked to last longer so fixing it was kind of a, a good way to do that and uh, obviously like yeah I was a big Lego player uh, and uh, I think in, in it's like um, that's what you know, um, one part of like, you know, understanding all the, 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 the bits and pieces. And then the other part, um, it's probably like, yeah, very, always been very interested in like, you know, um, inventing stuff and, um, and just like, yeah, I was always like, you know, jotting down like crazy, like, uh, What's some of your craziest ideas? Uh, craziest. I don't know. One, one I kind of like is like, I think I was like eight or nine. I, I remember I still, I found like the little like booklet where like, I was doing like a few drawings of like a, a two by two bicycle, like a, a all wheel drive bicycle. Wow. When I was <laughs> eight or nine or something like that. Um, as usual, like for all my inventions, uh, I figured like that has been invented like probably like 10 years before but i mean <laughs> that's yeah. the way it is but um so yeah um i think uh i've done a lot of um when i was a kid like tinkering and like building stuff i mean destroying stuff then building stuff and i always been really interested in that and then uh i i really liked also like at some point like you know at the end of um my school i was like oh yeah i mean i i was in between like okay engineering or like uh pilot <laughs> and, wow but then i was like pilot is cool i love planes and stuff but i i, I understood that i would not be able to like uh, be creative as much and like it would kind of be repetitive mm -hmm. even though sometimes i still think that flying yeah 
would be a <laughs> kind of cool Still on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but so um, just, yeah, typical, uh, I was like, yeah, I just followed like the typical curriculum in, in France, engineering school. And uh, um, and then uh, actually, yeah, I started to, to um, did like a, a engineering school and then a uh, uh, master's degree in uh, innovation product design uh, innovation um and and from there i like, started to work uh, and uh, yeah starting my career with that wow and out of curiosity how did you get to california huh uh so i think there's a couple of reasons i i so i i, I was born and raised in paris which uh may seem like an amazing city but it's kind of uh has a very very long winter <laughs> and uh, it's very great and I, I i surf i kite surf i like the outdoors even though i like paris i i always felt kind of like missing that so um at some point uh it's been like yeah quite some time that i really wanted to um find another place where I could like enjoy much more outdoor and also obviously as I'm interested in innovation and like you know uh interested I was always curious to like see what happens here in the valley or at least in the bay area because uh and so I um I, I I came here like when was that maybe five five or six years ago on vacation um and contacted a guy on LinkedIn like you know he was he worked in the bicycle industry as I did I was at that time working in a, a, a startup in France uh, designing like um, innovative uh, equipment for bicycle and he was uh, he's still actually a surfer a kite surfer and we had a coffee on Pacific Avenue like uh, five minutes from here uh, I just really wanted to learn to know, like, uh, um, you know, I, like, does my skill could be useful here? Because I, from France, Silicon Valley is mostly like apps and software and stuff like that. So I didn't know if, like, actually, a, you know, uh, a product designer doing like physical stuff had a, you know, a chance to get a job here. And it happened that, uh, yeah, we had a very great conversation, and um, and I, I I got this job at uh, Spanner this way, uh, and took me a few years then to get a visa. But that's uh, that's how I got here. So just uh, yeah, just one message on LinkedIn was kind of <laughs> wow. You got very lucky, I think. I uh, I I guess talk to the right person at the right yeah, time. Yeah, I guess. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I think yeah, I identified that. Yeah, we we shared a lot of uh, stuff in common, and it definitely convinced me to then uh, easily convinced me to be honest to go come live in Santa Cruz. Um, and uh, I'm yeah pretty happy of that choice since then. Mm -hmm. So were you a product designer in France as well, or doing more concentrated in the bike industry there? Um, I was a product designer. I actually started my career more like in a, I was I was not doing product design myself. I was more like um, doing uh, help managing teams to uh, do um, what we call like value management and innovation for like big groups big big companies and i kind of missed uh it was not really i mean it was interesting to understand the dynamic of like big companies and like working on kind of uh, interesting products i have to say but uh, then i i missed that that you know ends on part so um i i joined a startup yeah uh, i had the opportunity to join a startup um that was just starting um and spent like for years there so we were like three and ended up like 40 people um and that's where i really got much more like hands-on like you know doing 
basically in this you know startup life doing uh, everything from designing uh, visiting you know uh, vendors um, in taiwan and china in sri lanka and like doing even like uh, the manuals writing the manuals uh, user manuals or like even like shooting the video for the <laughs> for the product so it, it was a great experience but uh, um then i think i was very curious to um to go see what you know i, I, I was imagining there was like a another step here and i i really wanted to like uh um learn more uh, uh and that's uh, that's why i came and uh, but yeah I, I was already a product designer there always uh, already doing that great For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. My name is Danielle Davis, and I'm speaking with Damien Goldman, learning about his journey to becoming a product designer. Um, we would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future is Our Business. Information provided during the program does not necessarily reflect the career in its entirety. So what is one of the major difficulties you run into or one of one of the major challenges that you'll often face as a product designer in your role? Uh, there is, um, could be many, uh, really depends on the program, but, uh, um, well, for startups, I think one of the very, um, hard part obviously is, uh, resources. Um, so how much money you have to achieve, you know, your next basically milestones. Uh, so, um, what we do and and that's comes back kind of for like you know um, we do more than just executing uh but also you know uh, act as a partner you know to help build a business rather than just you know crank like some cat and like build a product is um making sure um that um, the way we do things uh, and the way actually we are asked to do things are uh, aligned with the resources of the company because in terms of challenges, uh, I actually experienced this myself and my startup in France were like, you know, you, and that happens to many startups. I think it will resonate to many people who have been through that. Startups are always, you know, very tight usually um, unless you're lucky and get a lot of funding but you always find a way to spend it uh, mm -hmm. way too quickly so um the challenge is really to make sure you get to next milestone most of the time let's say like you know shipping your first product in time and uh and actually being able to ship it and not run out of money before that so uh constantly making sure that the way the, our client are like spending money is you know um not that basically our client doesn't have what i call now the apple syndrome what's uh, that well it's like you know i mean apple that they do like an amazing engineering uh, job uh, but they have gigantic resources to achieve what they do but it's now come almost like to it seems like a commodity something normal like you know okay you have like an iphone mm -hmm. like but to get to that level and mm -hmm. to be able to do that requires a so tremendous amount of like yeah i mean money plus even if you have the money now you would not be able to do what they do because it's a, a culture and like expertise they have in-house so wow. um so making sure um uh, 
it, it's it's a lot of like um, coaching in a way also if you want uh, um, and and discussion basically to be sure like everybody's aligned uh, that you know making um, um, our client understand and of course I'm talking about you know mostly like startups I mm -hmm. usually are I mean, you know if we work for like when we work for Google or Amazon they obviously like, you know um, we're not like steering their like <laughs> a business strategy but um, but for smaller companies that um, that's yeah indeed more challenging um, uh, to to make sure like you know you don't you don't you, you just get what you uh, need in your product to you know get you know market traction and basically actually have enough money to pay for your tooling and pay for your shipment and pay for like everything that and that's always much more than anticipated <laughs> usually so um, um making sure like those resources are used really uh in the most efficient way i think it's 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 the it's the the best way to have to actually be able to like to have a, a business that is like sustainable and doesn't mm. like you know which happens many times where like companies even like I'm talking about like companies where like raise like dozens of millions of dollars we um, and they, they 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 can like do a beautiful products but it happens many times and unfortunately there is many examples um, here um, in the US and uh, many other places in the world where um, you get this beautiful product and then you'll run out of money because you can't even like pay production for example wow very important i didn't realize all of the money and all of the resources that were needed just for making your idea happen so what sort of advice would you give to a student who is maybe thinking of becoming a product designer in the future I mean, like I think, yeah. As I mentioned in the in the beginning, um, being able to um, um, not only um, um, solve problems with, like, let's say, equations and what's not. Uh, I mean, that's it's 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 a requirement, of course. Mm -hmm. You need to understand the the law of physics and and et cetera, et cetera. But um, also also like um, um, uh, Taking into account all that 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 uh, other layer of like more like soft skill uh, per se uh, that are required, uh, I think, to make a, a product successful is key uh, for students. And um, it's a lot of um, I would say like um, 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 trial and error. So uh, actually, if you want to be a product designer, at least talking about what I'm doing, hardware like physical product, you better uh, be passionate about like you know doing it so um you want to it's like you know like the old methodology is almost mm -hmm. a design problem is like you know try it and see if you like it or not go to like hackathons or like um you know uh, build like what kind of uh like you know go to like the fab lab and like you know have fun with like the 3d printers the cnc machines and uh if you have something you always thought about like oh, i want to build this for my uh, home, my bicycle, this piece of furniture, go and do it. Because that's really, I I think, at least for me, the uh, that's the way uh, you're going to learn a lot of things. Honestly, like when I do stuff, it's it's a lot of intuition <laughs> based mm -hmm. on like, uh, you know, what I've, I've done in the past and tried and, and, and like failed to do um, uh, when, you know, I was building stuff. And that's just going to help a lot. Like, uh, like you know, this being curious, basically, I think, uh, uh, because <clears throat> um, 
being very curious and not like you know not only focus on you know uh, the 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 cat i mean cat software is obviously like uh, uh, mandatory to know how to use but um but then there is there is much more that that's going to fuel you know your your um creativity uh, process to get to like you know um new ways to solve problems and uh and uh i mean that's for me it's like kind of like the the, the best part of the almost of the job is like to always look for a new solution around and like learn mm -hmm. learning <laughs> so. always being creative uh -huh. awesome well thank you for being here today damien my pleasure And thank you to all of our KSQD listeners for tuning in to today's career story with myself, Danielle Davis, and Davian Goldman on what to be. If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, send us an email at wanttoberadio at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please join us again at 90.7 FM K-Squid Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays or stream online at ksqd.org. Thank you for listening.